Hey, are you tired of shopping your car and home insurance every single year? Well, somebody's got to do it. But that somebody doesn't have to be you. At the Rose Group, we can get you up to 10 insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes. Visit us online today at roads-group.com. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback. Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954 MSRP 49,905 excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. We appreciate you guys making us your weekly destination to catch up with some of our favorite uh, Atlanta and Georgia guests, both past and present. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. So I've waited to do one of these fun podcasts, the postseason, after season, after everything is done kind of shows, because now we're talking about the offseason primer for the world champion. Atlanta Braves and no better source to turn to when it comes to all things Braves. Our friend, our colleague, Kevin McAlpin, you know him as the Frozen Rope, your pre and post game host on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network. K Mac, how are you? Matthew, I am well. I'm, I'm slowly getting caught up on all the sleep that uh, we were deprived <laughs> of in the month of October. Give me a few more days. I think I'll be back to normal. <laughs> it really was. And we've all said the same thing. Like, I felt like the city was just so sleep deprived, but it was so worth it because of the way it ended. But the, yeah. the late nights, the length of those games, the tension, the suspense, like that is a lot. And if you're not a sports fan, I always like to like gauge from what somebody who doesn't get invested in sports must think as we're all yeah. walking around like zombies, just losing our mind <laughs> at this stuff. It's hysterical. Yeah. And there were some nights, you know, we were on doing post game till 2, 2.30 oh. in the morning. And then I'm turning around and getting the kid on the school bus at 6.55 the next day. And uh, yeah, there was. There was a, and you know, I, I was joking with uh, some folks. I did the Behind the Braves podcast yesterday with Ricky Mast and Greg McMichael, and they said, "What's the one thing you're going to take away from this run?" I said, "How tired I was! Like cause <laughs> every pitch, every game, everything meant something, right? It wasn't just like games in July where it's a three-game trip on the West Coast and you can catch up quick. Like every single inning meant something, and uh, it was." 
like I said, it was. It, I'm glad that they were able to, to go ahead and win the whole thing because it really would have stunk to get to that point and not quite get over the finish line. So, uh, like I said, the off season's about a quarter shorter this year than than it has been in years past. But it, it's all worth it given what they accomplished. It was an unbelievable run, and I'm just so happy for everybody involved. No, I agree. And to add to what you're saying, 16 games worth of drama in the first inning. Like the first inning, there's drama in a playoff game when a runner gets on. We all, you know, clench up or. You know, you, you had two walk-offs that are incredibly suspenseful against the Dodgers, right? You had mm-hmm. one-run games, back-to-back home runs, like stuff that, I mean, the, the wave of emotion in postseason baseball is unlike anything else. Yeah, and when that happens in August, you don't think twice about it. But when it happens in October and everything is magnified, you know, you, you kick a ground ball or you, you boot a double play ball, all those things become so much more important uh, in October than they are for the, you know, the previous six months. Not to say that a game in June isn't as important because I'm of the belief that a game in, in April, uh, you lose a game in April, it hurts as much as it does in September. These guys all uh, count the same. I mean, you know, you don't weight them differently given what month you're in in the season. But yeah, I mean, it's everything's hanging on the balance. You know, you're you're playing the best of the best. You're facing uh, just tremendous starting pitching every single night. Um, so yeah, just the, the wave of emotions I think we all experienced. Uh, again, it was all worth it in the end. But boy, going through it, uh, I don't think my body has ever been so tired in my life. Uh, but hey, that's what the off season's for. We'll we'll catch up on it here for the next couple of months. Well, that's a perfect segue though. Came back into like we're fans and media and we're working this stuff. Talking to Snit, I talked to him at the parade for five minutes, and and yeah, like he's sixty six years old, right? He put <laughs> yeah. forth, and I don't know how these guys do this when you get a camera shot on them, that calm demeanor when you know they're churning inside. Like, how exhausted yeah. do you think that guy must be at this point? Sleep deprived and, and nerves, yeah. and like it's going to take months to probably get that back. Matt, think about how tired we are. Right. We didn't even play a game. We didn't step on the field. We didn't have to go through the mental side of managing these games. I can't even, I can't even imagine. And, and as Smith joked over the weekend, I mean, he told his coaches, like, you guys better rest up quick because, like, we're going to be in Northport before you know it. Like, you know, the first spring training games in, like, 106 days. I can't even wrap my That's brain ridiculous. around how quick this is coming back up again. But, yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine what the players are feeling. You know, he, he joked about sending the whole bullpen to Hawaii. I hope they're able to do that, and I hope they do it soon because you know, they got the holidays right around the corner. And for me, once you get past the first of the year, man, it's like it's game on again because you're, you know, once you get to, to January 1st, you're less than six weeks away from ramping this thing back up again. So I've got a feeling once we do get to spring training, it's going to be a little bit slower pace for the Braves. They're going to really, I think, take their time, ease their way into it. You're not going to see these regular guys playing day one against the Boston Red Sox on, what is it, February 28th or whatever the date is. Um, these guys are going to really be eased into it. And I, I, Again, they, they've earned every right to, to have a chance to go a little slower come next season. Oh, I would agree. And the, and the balancing act that you have to walk knowing you played a month longer than everybody and it wasn't just a month yeah. of games, we keep talking about the intensity and the, and the, you know, the stakes that you were playing in those games. Um, I hope everybody just lays on a beach in the in the Caribbean for two weeks and just like <laughs> decompresses. And again, I, I saw yeah. Freddie Freeman was at the CMAs, and you know these guys are. Jock Peterson was at every event honoring the Braves from a Hawks game to a Georgia game, and you deserve that. You get these victory laps when you win these titles, but these off seasons can be, as you said, incredibly short and also incredibly busy because everybody wants to you know toast you. Yeah. Well, hopefully none of these guys have to pay for a beer in this town ever again, especially the bullpen. If you, if you see any of those guys out, just, 
you know, just slide them a couple free ones. I mean, they've earned every every ounce of uh, of, of liquid uh, refreshments that they can uh, that they can put back this off season. But you know, I'm, what I'm curious about is how this affects guys you know, in their off-season training because a right. lot of these guys will, will put down a bat. They won't throw, you know, till you know, sometime in mid-November. Well, here we are. We're mid-November already. It's crazy. So I've got a feeling a lot of the off-season regimens might be a little bit slowed uh, than they would be in a normal off-season. Well, K-Mac, if you want, like, the ultimate, just, like, how time is getting away from you, the Braves just finished up five minutes ago and Christmas ads are running. Like, it's... Oh, it, I know. <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense. I missed... I missed Halloween. Like I didn't go trick or treating with my kids. Like I'm looking. I mean, I'm sitting in, in Minute Maid Park in Houston on November second, and I'm thinking to myself, the winter meetings are in four weeks, and that's usually the midway point of the off season. And here we are. We're still playing baseball. I mean, it is. My schedule is so messed up. I don't even like like Thanksgiving's two weeks. Like where I, it's I can't even. Yeah, yeah it's I great. It's, it's a great problem, but it, yeah, it's very yeah. funny. So let's cover some of the things. First, there was a piece of good news that I saw John Heyman had a day or two ago when when we're recording this for folks listening to it. Uh, this is at the end of the week. Um, Charlie Morton's getting out of his, his cast. He should be good to yeah. go for beginning of spring training. Other than Charlie, was there anybody else? I know we're going to watch Soroka and Acuna, but is there anybody else that we had to be concerned with with any injuries, anything lingering? Not that I've heard of. You know, sometimes you'll have guys get some little cleanup things done in the offseason that are nothing major. Um, not, nobody that I've heard of to this point that is, uh, is due for any of those procedures. So a relatively clean bill of health. You know, you, you were without Enoa at the end. Um, you know, I think that that was just a shoulder issue, and that's just more rest than anything that, uh, you know, he'll have time to recover and be ready. But, yeah, it should be, you know, knock on wood. And again, we're we're doing this in the second week in November. But knock on wood, I'm thinking that this team's going to go to spring training with a very short list of guys who are either a week or two behind or maybe a month behind. You know the big guys. You know Acuna and Soroka. But I don't. I have not heard of anybody else that really needs anything to this point. Again, that's subject to change. That should be kept quiet. Uh, but for, you know, for my knowledge, uh, it, it seems like a pretty relatively healthy squad going into the offseason. It was fun to see Ronald Acuna with his team and as much as he could yeah. hopping around coming off the ACL. Uh, what are we hearing, if anything, any updates on how they're going to treat him in spring training? I know they're not going to rush, rush him along, but we all know he's going to be just jonesing to get out there and play. Yeah. Yeah, he's a hard guy to keep, you know, and say, hey, go 65, 70%. I mean, he he, he has one speed. It's 100%. And, uh, you know, it, it, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what it looks like, you know, what his level of activities looks like once we get to spring training. Um, I don't expect to see a whole lot out of him, to be completely honest. I know there's been some talk about maybe May or June. Um, but, again, I, this is going to be a, a day-to-day, week-to-week thing, and they're going to see how he feels. I can tell you this much. I talked to one of the trainers early on in the postseason. I think it was during the division series and he just looked at me and said i'm just going to tell you what watch out for ronald next year he's coming back motivated he's going to come back in the best shape of his life this guy could have i mean he was already on pace to have an mvp season here in 2021 um this guy could put together some remarkable numbers because he's really driven and that's before he watched his team win a world series without him so um i i don't expect much early on i'm sure a lot of that work will be done on the backfield you know simulated action maybe he gets into some games late towards the end of spring but again i I'll believe it when I see it. I think they're really going to slow play this. And, again, depending on what they do with the outfield situation, if Duvall or Soler or Rosario or a combination of those guys, Peterson as well, if a combination of maybe two or three of those guys is back, that will allow you to slow play this and not feel like, hey, we need to get him back. Because, again, you saw what this team did without him. Um, it, 
yeah, it, it just boggles my mind that a team can win a World Series losing your best player. So, um, again, I think a lot of the, the, the baseball activities will be happening under the very close fly of a training staff on a backfield, pretty much out of the view of the public, at least early on. Now I'm going to ask you about the outfield in a second. Um, it seems like maybe it's a little trickier with Soroka for obvious reasons, having suffered yeah. a couple of major injuries. Do we have any guess on how that's going to be played? No, I don't. Again, I, I think that, you know, they're, they're not going to put any kind of timeline on that. And, you know, it is, it is concerning. I mean, look, it, here's a guy who's 24 years old and has had two Achilles blowouts. I mean, that's, that's concerning. Well, when you talk about just the, the physical well-being of a, of a guy long-term, um, I know there's a lot of faith that the procedures they've done can get him back on the field, and he can be as good as he has ever was um, prior to the injuries. But, uh, no, I, I – Look, I, I would think probably second half of the season would be the most optimistic view. And, again, I, I'll believe it when I see it. You know, I, I sort of got duped this year thinking that, oh, Mike will be back third week of April. Maybe it's early May. And then we all know what happened. So um, you want to talk about really slow playing things. I, I, I expect that to be um, the slowest of all when it comes to Soroka because, again, it's just a freak thing that that thing just popped on him really just walking down a hallway. I mean, that's it. You feel terrible for the guy. I did see him at the after party uh, after the Braves won the World Series, and he assured me we would see him next year. He didn't tell me when. I tried to get it out of him, but he, he's confident he'll pitch in 2022. Again, I think back half of the season is probably more realistic. Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. Uh, I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screens, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings. Boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and of course their homemade jumbo cookies. Now these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11:30 till 3:30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net. Or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft. Folks, let me ask you a question. When it comes to dealing with experts, don't you know they've got your best interest in mind? Think about somebody in the medical profession as opposed to you diagnosing yourself. You would never do that. When when it comes to insurance, I would think, yeah, you can go shop your own rates, but don't you want the professionals to do it for you, the experts? Well, I'm talking about the Rhodes Group. My friend Clayton Rhodes and the great folks at the Rhodes Group, they did that for me, and you should know. You should be shopping your rates or having pros do it each and every year because the rates change so much. When I'm talking about home or car insurance, you could be saving a bundle if you have professionals like the Rhodes Group shopping for you. They did just that, and they saved me a couple of thousand dollars a year with home and car insurance combined. You can be the next to save a bunch of money with the Rhodes Group. I want you to go to their website. It's Rhodes-Group.com. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S-Group.com. Or follow me on Real Matt Land on Twitter. You'll see the link. You can click over and have them give you 10 quotes in 10 minutes at the Rhodes Group. Locally owned, a 
great bunch of folks who are professionals when it comes to finding you the best rates. Go to roads-group.com, have them shop your rates. They'll give you 10 quotes in 10 minutes at the Rhodes Group. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback. Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com and use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954, MSRP 49,905, excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Okay, Mac, then with that in mind, let's start kind of fleshing out what they might do with their pitching. We know Morton's going to be back and that should be fine. We know what Max is going to be and Ian will be back. This year was the second year in a row where I can't believe it, but we got down to a point where they had two starting pitchers that they yeah. felt good about with Ian and Max, and you had to go bullpen games after that. <laughs> so throwing numbers at it has always been a key for Alex. If we think Kyle Wright's going to get a shot, we still can't feel great about knowing what he's going to be. Like, how else right. do you think they attack this? Enoa, a free agent? What else are they going to do to add the numbers? Well, I think you have to have a free agent. I do. I mean, look, I, I, I don't know that it's $11 million on a guy like Drew Smiley, but I do think you have to find, you know, a piece that you can add because, again, you can never have enough starting pitching. Never, ever. I mean, look, you were you were once again really holding it together with duct tape in the World Series, trying to just find a way to who's going to start tomorrow. Um, it, it's sort of um, a state of baseball in 2021 where the Braves aren't the only team. The Dodgers had to do it. Other teams had to do bullpen games in, in you know critical situations in the playoffs. But I don't think you can go into next year and say, you know what, we've got Charlie, we've got Max, we've got Ian, and those those last two spots, we'll we'll let Kyle Wright have a shot. We'll go. Kyle Muller, we'll let uh, Waskari Noah compete for it. I think you have to have one more veteran guy. I just, I, I think there's such an importance on having one more guy that's been there, done that, and has the back of the baseball card. Now, Max Fried has become that guy, right? I mean, look, there's, you know, there's only one guy who's won more games in Major League Baseball than Max in the last three years, and that's someone you've probably heard of in Garrett Cole. Yeah. Um, and, and so he's in really good company, but again, an injury happened, something you know where he's got to miss a few starts. Now you're, you know, you're, you're just trying to piece it together again. So I do think you have to look at the free agent market, and there's going to be some pretty intriguing names out there when all is said and done. Well, and I would also think somebody, you know, money always talks in this, but boy, what a great situation to come here with what this offense provides, with what you saw them yeah. do, winning culture. Like you should be able to take advantage of that and parlay that into a bigger deal um, somewhere down the line. So let me ask you about the outfield because now we assume, and I know it's dangerous with baseball, ever assuming <laughs> that those two sides can see eye to eye. But uh, K-Mac, we assume a DH is coming. So the Braves yeah. are going to have to fill these three outfield spots and a DH. One of those will be Ronald whenever he does get back. 
if you had a preference or, or I don't know, maybe you've heard something more. Solaire really profiles as, as a DH, and we saw he could play right mm-hmm. better than we thought. We don't know yeah. about Ozuna, what's going to happen there. Pache is probably still in the cards, I would have to imagine. I'm sure they like Rosario and, you know, Jock and Duvall. How do you think they sort all that out? Well, the two, if I had a, a list, my, the, my top two would be Solaire as my DH. And again, like you said, wasn't a butcher in the outfield. I, I thought he held his own okay. Yeah, I mean, look, agreed. And, and, you know, when he came over, Smith even joked, like, well, he's not going to win a gold glove for us. And I'm like, man, this guy hasn't even played a game for you, and you're already <laughs> bashing his defense. But I thought he was fine. Like, I thought he was okay. Um, and Duvall, you know, winning a gold glove and, and being a guy that, you know, loves hitting in this yard, I think there's something to really like about that as well. Now, again, you're very righty heavy. Um, so do you want to maybe possibly look at a Rosario or a Duvall to help balance or a, a, a Peterson to help balance things out from the left side? Sure. That'd be great. But, you know, again, this is a lineup that's shown it can hit righties. Their lefties can hit lefties. So you don't worry about that as much. Uh, but again, I think if I had a choice, the top two for me would be Solaire as my primary DH. If again, that does happen. And I, I do believe it will. And then Duvall and just his numbers that he's put up in Truist Park, they speak for themselves. He's a fan favorite. He likes it here. He's comfortable. Uh, around this group those are the top two for me and then if i can really get greedy and throw a throw a left-handed stick in there i think rosario would be the guy uh but again i think he's going to get multi-year offers where i think jock's probably still in the one-year category so you know you might be able to bring a guy like jock back a little bit cheaper a little bit easier than eddie i mean he certainly his stock went up a ton uh taking home that uh, nlcs mvp award i like your thinking on it duvall sir he showed you could play all three outfield spots i had no idea the center field thing was going to fly and he handled that well um the the jock thing boy you know you can't put a price tag on on culture and what you bring but there's no denying what he brought both in the the clubhouse and you know dugout and all that stuff um but like you said a lot of this is going to be dictated by other offers on the market yeah Uh, and what like what's pache what is pache going to get a chance to come to spring training and, and win the center field job where are they on him now yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a guy that certainly looked overmatched when he had opportunities offensively. And look, he, he's still young. He's, he's not a finished product by any stretch of the imagination. And, and what we've seen from this front office has been, uh, you know, the desire to give guys a little more time in the minors, right? I mean, a little more seasoning never hurt anybody. And I think that uh, it's why it was such a big shock to me when we saw guys like Dylan Lee and Spencer Strider, uh, Spencer, who went through four levels of the minors this year. <laughs> hey, go get him, kid. It's the final week of the season and we're looking for an arm in the bullpen, uh, you know, open competition. But, you know, again, I, I wonder where Pache is because, again, defensively, he's ready. Defensively, he could have started in the big leagues two years ago. But offensively, it's, again, more times than not, just looked overmatched, looked completely fooled at the plate. So uh, I think he probably starts out at AAA for you and just gets, you know, four at-bats a day. And you, know, you kind of see where he's at midway through the season at this point. I wonder if we're all sort of, and I don't know this, I'm just, again, spitballing. I wonder if to try to fill one of those rotation spots that you and I talked about with a veteran or yeah. to do something else. I wonder if this is the time where they do take a couple of prospects, not because they've you know, soured on a Pache or maybe they've soured on a Drew Waters, but maybe they take a couple of top prospects and they go get, uh, you know, a, a upper crust type of a pitcher, for instance, and sure. say, all right, we're coming off a championship. We want a more known. Like, I wonder if that's in the cards now. Well, and it, you know, that it's very well could be. I mean, it's something they haven't done. They haven't done it for a long time. They've, they've wanted to hold on to a lot of these prospects. And, you know, unfortunately, if you have 10 top prospects, how many really pan out? One, right. two at yep. the most? 
Um, so, again, it, it's not saying that they're ready to give up on any of these guys. Uh, but, you know, look, they're in a win-now mode. And I, I think that you saw that. They couldn't afford to wait around for Christian to figure it out this year. They couldn't afford to, to sit around and, and wait for Contreras to, to, you know, work through the growing pain. They need more time. And, again, that's fine. That's not a knock on these guys. It's just it's a product of losing a season last year. They didn't have competitive games in 2020. So a lot of these young prospects are still trying to play catch-up for, for no fault of their own. So, you know, while they try to play winter ball, while they try to play simulated games, you, you can't you can't replicate, you know, playing 140 games competitively. There, there's no adrenaline. There's no juices flowing for those games. So, um, again, I, I think this very well could be the offseason. They, they try to flip some of those prospects, for lack of a better word, use them as currency to try to go out and maybe get – uh, a guy that fits the bill and helps you maybe go back to back or at least gives you an opportunity to get back to where you were this year. Okay, Mac, I can't believe we're 15, 16 minutes into this and now we're bringing up Freddie Freeman because the whole <laughs> season we've all said the same thing. We don't understand why it's gotten here and why is he not signed yeah. and it was spring training and then it was the all-star break and here we are now in free agency. But as I told Braves fans, because the CBA and the potential lockout coming December 1, you might have to have a lot of patience. And I don't just mean the Braves, I mean with everybody because – once this thing gets shut down, it's going to go all dark, the wheel stops, and then there might be a fast break when everything gets signed and, and up and running again. Maybe I'll have egg on my face on this, Kevin, because I'm convinced the Braves are bringing him back. I'm just fascinated yeah. to see how they lay out the terms, if it's more money up front, if there's deferred money, like the years of it. That's more what I'm intrigued with. I just I don't have the fear that somebody else is going to sign Freddie, or should I say that Freddie's going to sign with somebody else? No, and I, I think it's going to happen relatively quick. I do. I mean, look, I, I know that uh, his agent has to do what's right for him and, and let it be out there on the market and let teams make competitive offers. But what we've seen from Alex Anthopoulos last couple of off seasons, and I mentioned this on the Clubhouse Report, if there's a guy or guys in mind that he wants to get, He's going to go get him. He doesn't want to get other teams involved in bidding wars. And, look, the team wants him. He wants to be here. I go back to 2017, sitting at Freddie's locker at the old complex at Disney World. It was literally me and him in the clubhouse. The team was playing a road game, and, and the other guys were out working out. And I was doing a 10-minute sit-down with him. And that's the first time I ever heard him say it, Matt. 2017 that he wanted to be a brave for his whole career like chipper and he went on to to say how much that meant to chipper and how much chipper has conveyed to him how special it was going into cooperstown wearing the same uniform so to me i i think freddie just wants a fair deal look he's not going to get 300 million bucks he's not in the mega contract uh category of free agents this offseason if i'm the braves look i packed that place 2.3 2.3 million fans. The payroll's going up. Alex is already committed to that. We know that's going to happen. You got to find a way to get it done. And I think you got to find a way to get it done quickly so other teams can't go, you know what? They're going to give you 180. How about 225? And look, if Freddie gets anything like that and, and he gets lured away, I can't be mad at it because right. the team had every chance to lock him up before they ever got to this point. But for me, for Freddie, it's about winning. It's about being in around an environment that he's comfortable in. The Braves check all of those boxes. You know, and look, the grass isn't always greener if you go to free agency and go to another team. He wants to win. He's got a ring. Now he wants another one. He wants to get greedy. He wants a couple more. And I think that, you know, the Braves, certainly, when you look at the situation with the core they have in place, this certainly gives them as good a chance as anybody right now to, to get a, an opportunity to keep playing through October and and let's be honest, have shorter off-seasons, at least for the next couple of years. Well, and there is something to playing your career in one place when, relatively yeah. speaking, nobody does it anymore. And if you're the mm-hmm. Braves, the obvious, that's the face, that's the guy they love in the city. So it, from that standpoint, it makes perfect sense. And K-Mac, I think what we all have to admit on the front side of this is there's a chance if this is a six-year deal, and the Braves probably cost themselves by not getting this done, if you want to sure. think about the money the way it's gone up. 
Like the the end of the contract's probably not going to be great for them, but that's part of the price of doing business with the face of a franchise. Well, and I'll be honest, if the Braves win, let's say they win one more in the next five or six years, if it is a six-year deal, you think anybody's really going to be no. complaining at the end? At the end of the deal, they, hey, you know what? They're paying Freddie X amount of money this year. And I'll be honest, I, Freddie's not the kind of guy that I worry about when he gets to that point in his career. He keeps himself in such great shape. He's just such an, a natural athlete. And his swing is so simple where, you know, when you think back to when he's been injured, whether it's the wrist or whether it was you know, any of the other little ailments he's had over the course of his career, he's been able to come back because his mechanics are so simple. There's not a lot of moving parts. As he's told me so many times, I put my foot down and I swing. I mean, that's, it's literally as simple as it is. And, I, you know, again, I don't worry about Freddie as a 38-year-old letting himself go because he's got all this money in the bank and, you know, he's got a, a World Series title or maybe two or hopefully more than that and an MVP. He's, you know, he's checked all the boxes of potentially being a Hall of Famer. I, I don't worry about that at all when Freddie gets towards the end of his career. Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. Uh, I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screens, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings. Boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and of course their homemade jumbo cookies. Now these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11:30 till 3:30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net. Or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback? Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online. Or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year, with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954, MSRP 49,905, excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. 
No, I tend to agree with you, especially the position he plays. Uh, but there is just always the fear of 33, 34, 35. The body starts to deal with the normal breakdown stuff. But on the whole, I'm, I'm with you. So let's wrap up this way. Are there some other parts of this roster? And certainly they'll kind of, you know, rework maybe a bench spot or two. There's always yeah. some things you can do in the pen. Is there anything else that jumps out to you? Because when you're set this way on the infield, you brought back Darno. Um, like they're, they're in position with the core of this roster that they only really have to work on the edges, it seems like. Yeah, there, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, on, on Alex's shopping list this offseason. I mean, it's a very short list, to be honest with you. Um, I do think, you know, adding a, a bat on the bench, let's be honest, the bench was an area of big-time concern yeah. in the postseason. I mean, yep. you, you didn't have a whole lot to work with there, which is why I think you saw some some moves that were made uh, not wanting to go to your bench in the third inning. I mean, that's a, that's a tough call when you're already relatively short there. So, you know, again, that could be a move that's made. Uh, ultimately, uh, you know, whether it's uh, one of these outfielders we're talking about that could end up strengthening your bench later in the season when Acuna does come back. But I think bench is really the area I look at. You know, bullpen, I feel really good about where they are. Um, you know, you're starting pitching, you know, add a piece there, I'd feel a lot better about it. Uh, but really, it's a couple of minor moves. It's not a it's not a lot on, on the offseason uh, to-do list. And again, that's a testament to Alex and the job he's done working this group, working this core, putting this group together to be sustained and not only win now, but in the future as well. So I look at starting pitching and bench bat. And for me, that's, that's pretty much all I'm looking at this offseason. Well, the, the funniest part of all this is you're a world champion and you're going to add a free agent by the name of Ronald Acuna. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the, the rich get richer. <laughs> digest that if you're the rest of baseball. K-Mac, before we cut you, uh, do you have any guess or any intel on – what happens with Ozuna? Is it let the league uh, play it out with a suspension and he comes back? He's under contract. What do we think there? Yeah, I mean, let the you know the process with the league play itself out. I'm I'm sure he's facing a suspension of some sort. What it will look like, I don't know. Has he? Uh, will you know? Will he put a Braves uniform on again? I don't know. Um, you know, the, the money is going to be spent. You're going to have to pay him one way or the other. But uh, as far as looking into the crystal ball, man, it's. It's very cloudy at this point as far as what it looks like, but I do think he will face some kind of discipline from the league. Is it a half a season? Is it a full season? You know, we might not find that out for another month, two or three. It might be getting close to spring training before we have an idea of what that ends up looking like for Ozuna. Well, as we said, spring training will be here before you know it, and we have a ring night and a banner night to look forward to at Truist Park. Great work this uh, whole run throughout not only the season, but the late nights in the postseason. I always love to pick your brain about this stuff, my friend. I'm sure we will bump into each other a time or two in the hallways let's go i agree thank you k mac <laughs> thanks matthew see you buddy guys thanks again for joining us we appreciate it very much thanks to brian murphy for producing the podcast and thanks to you guys for making us your weekly destination we'll talk to you next week on welcome to madland welcome to atlanta where the players play and we ride on them things like every day big beats hit streets see gangsters roaming and parties don't stop till eight in the morning welcome to atlanta where the players play and we ride on them things like every day big beats hit streets see gangsters roaming uh-huh. and parties don't Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback. Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And you 
use the Gem Isles Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954, MSRP 49,905, excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. <laughs> 